Okay, welcome everybody. Very enthused about this particular podcast. Something hot off the presses just came to me a few days ago, really. But I was very moved by it and they sent it over to Ellen and she was as well. So here we are. I'm Michael Rosenbaum and I'm a, uh, a hypnotherapist and a transformational spiritual development coach and just love to take people on how it's not so hard to shift those patterns in your life and how do you start that spiritual journey and really dig in deep and discover who you are as a higher self and that's a portal to so many things so I love to try to inspire people to get on board with that because that's a worthwhile task for your whole life. And today we're going to talk on the subject of, it's called karma, a deeper look. Now we've all heard of karma, I'm sure, and we have our own ideas about it. But this was a really interesting look at that, that um, really helped me. And so hopefully it'll help you. And my co-host here, Ellen. Ellen Siegel, uh, a spiritual life coach. Um have been a uh, clinical social worker, author of Be Happy No Matter What, Five Steps to Inner Freedom, and the um, a book on handling your own emotions. And I too, the greatest thing in my life is, is personal growth. And I guess that's from, I don't know, being on this path uh, because it was uh, treacherous early on in life and mm -hmm. unhappy and stressed and anxiety and fear and um, really inspired to persevere and learn whatever I could to navigate through that and how to use it, how to use it really to to free free myself and as michael said it's such a great experience supporting others as they awaken to their true selves and uh, this topic also when i read this download that michael sent me oh my and when i say inspired i mean like when i read something i could feel it open doors inside of me. So one of the ways, you know, if we didn't talk much about this before, and there's many different ways, each, each one of us and you who are listening and watching can get the most out of these, is just to have the idea that anything you read or hear, just let it flow into you and through you and be open to it opening windows and doors inside of you um, to allow things that no longer serve you to just fall away. And as Michael said, it doesn't have to be the, the hard work um, that you may have put in already or that you think it is. So, you know, you'll know the fitting thing to do for yourself. So I just wanted to say that by introduction. That's great. That's great. Yeah. And so just to um, refresh people's memories, or maybe you're new to these podcasts, but these 
things that we're going to read and talk about are I've come to me in meditation. So I'm a big meditator, as is Ellen. And sometimes at the end of a meditation, I get an urge or something and I begin to write something down. Most of the time, I don't even know what the subject's going to be, but it's but it's for me. So these downloads are really from my higher self or guides and, and so on that are trying to help Michael see things in a different perspective. And in particular, we hear lots of spiritual ideas as we read books and we are exposed to it. And there's kind of an assumption what that kind of means, or I know I've heard a lot of things and I said, oh yeah, karma, I kind of understand that. So these are to give me a way deeper look into spiritual subjects so that I can understand them much more deeply. And then I can help others understand them more deeply also. And, and it's funny how this one came about. Um, I often listen in the morning to different videos on YouTube, uplifting videos in particular. There's a group called Self-Realization Fellowship, uh, which is uh, Yogananda's organization. And they have their monks, whatever, do these talks, you know, or they have recorded you know, them doing certain talks on different subjects. So I, I like to listen to them because I always get a little kernel of something uh, when I hear it. It inspires me. And I don't know, three or four days ago, I was listening and it was an, it was this woman, an, a nun in that organization, um, talks a little bit about karma. I don't even remember what she said, tell you the truth. But when she said that sentence, whatever it was, all of a sudden something happened in me and says, there's a lot of information here for you to get. Not from the talk. But we want to tell you about karma. I said, okay. <laughs> so I'm after I meditated that morning, I took out my laptop and I just, what do you want to tell me about karma? And you're going to hear it. This is what they wanted to tell me about karma. And then, so I'm going to read the entire thing. It's actually fairly lengthy, this one. And then Ellen and I are going to go back and just comment on what it meant to us now of course it could mean something different to you hopefully it does right that's what i love about these downloads they're as i found out they're not just for me but they're spiritual truths enunciated in a way that can open up things for others and and this is going to be part of a book i'm doing as ellen has encouraged me to write uh, which is going to take all a bunch of these downloads and elucidate them a little bit and have a whole book on those that information so that's what i'm that's my project this year so hopefully that's my intention by the end of the year i will have that together so i'll keep you all posted so here we go so i'm going to read it so you just listen as um ellen said just don't try to figure anything out just let it hit you just let it flow through you and see where it takes you so Let's take a deeper look at karma. You are made in the image of God. You are a unique ray and expression of the one mind. God is the creator of all things 
of all form, of all circumstances, and the laws that interconnect all form and all circumstances. Since you are a ray of God expressing itself in the different worlds, then you are also the creator of all the forms and circumstances that show up in your world, your consciousness. This means that you wield total power over your story. You control what happens in your experience directly. It is not some outside force, but the very force that you put into action that is controlling what shows up in your life. How you respond to what shows up in your life is creating what continues to show up in your life. This is karma. Goes on to say, when you no longer care or are attached to what shows up in your life, then you are free to create magic in your life. You always have access to the essential you, your true self, the original ray of consciousness out of the Godhead. So no matter what shows up in your life, it doesn't control your ability to connect with and be your essential nature unless you let it. When you master the ability to always connect with your essential nature, then your karma dissolves. It just comes and goes in each moment it is dissolving. It is easy to wipe the slate clean because you're not adding anything to it. When you resist or fight against what shows up, which was attracted by your past past actions or karma, then you create new karma to deal with and it becomes a circle that keeps coming back. When you connect with your spiritual nature, then you are completely unattached to the form of your life. And so it has no hold on you and it dissolves. Since form follows the energy of your consciousness, when you are immersed in the fluidity and joy of your true nature, then the thoughts and emotions that are created from that are all beautiful and perfect replicas of that vibration. This then becomes the form that begins to show up in your life. And since it is in harmony with your true nature, it is easy to enjoy and embrace. Then there's a final little paragraph, a little warning. <laughs> <It says, laughs> Just don't fall into the illusion that these beautiful forms are responsible for your good nature. It is the other way around. Your true nature creates these beautiful forms. And if the forms around you aren't beautiful, it is the creation of the consciousness of you at an earlier moment of now and means nothing. All you need to do is keep creating ways to reconnect and live from your true nature and the old karma will dissolve as fast as it appears and new beautiful forms will begin to arise more and more from the vibration of your true nature. So that was the download. <laughs>
It's a lot there, huh? <laughs> In so the old you, days. So if you like victim consciousness, this is not the podcast for you. <laughs> well, in the old days, I'm going to say, All right. the old days of my life, um, I thought about karma as like never being able to get a handle on it, that I set it up, that this is a far gone conclusion, and I'll get a little better every lifetime, but that that's all I could expect. Mm -hmm. And then somehow in the most recent past that I'm conscious of today, which is this lifetime, I've come upon a thought here and there through a different avenue, a teacher that that's um, brought my understanding to whether it's through practice of meditation or some other ways of recognizing that I could step into the moment, the moment of now. And that one of our teachers, our teacher, a couple of years ago, and it takes me, I could be a slow learner. You know, it, it might take a few years ago. Oh, wait a minute. I remember she said this that everything that happens next has nothing to do with what's happened before, that everything that's happened, just its service to me was to bring me to this latest point of awareness, this now, and doesn't have to be carried forward. And then that could be victim consciousness, it could be uh, perceptions, things like that. So that that was like these the jumping off into my receiving the energy uh, of these words. So that's another thing that happens is we're, re we're reading words and we're hearing words and we're also receiving an energy that's coming through them. So um, let's go through this and I'll say for a little later, how this, what in here really impacted me. So. So I, I say, you know, sometimes um, when different people read things, uh, it, it it's like another variation of the energy. So you just heard me read it. So maybe Ellen, you can read the first paragraph okay. and then we can comment on it. That's a great idea. Okay, karma, a deeper look. Let's take a deeper look at karma. You are made in the image of God. You are unique ray and expression of the one mind. God is the creator of all things, of all form, of all circumstances and the laws that interconnect all form and all circumstances. Since you are a ray of God expressing itself in different worlds, then you are also the creator of all the forms and circumstances that show up in your world, your consciousness. This means that you wield total power of your story, 
you control what happens in your experience directly. It is not some outside force, but the very force that you put into action that is controlling what shows up in your life. How you respond to what shows up in your life is creating what continues to show up in your life. And this is karma. So, so you know, hearing you repeat it and say it, I think to me, the most powerful part of this is the idea that you were made in the image of God. You were a ray of God consciousness. And whatever your concept of God is, a being, a person, a spiritual intelligence, absolute beingness, whatever words you want to use. Um, but it is the force that creates all form, right? And so if you're godlike, meaning you're made in the image of God, then that means you have the same power. You're not, maybe you're not aware and omnipresent and your consciousness isn't expanded, you know, to, to a huge extent yet, but within your world, the world of form responds to you just like form responds to God. So I think it's the most important thing to get how powerful you are. That means whatever you're thinking and feeling is imprinting form and creating it in that moment, right? It's an energy. And if you're coming from a lower vibrational energy, it creates whatever that creates. If you're coming from a higher vibrational energy, creates whatever that creates. So to me, that's you need to understand that to understand the rest of what we said here, because you are that powerful. And it, and then now if you think, well, let me just let me just go along with that. Let me say, yeah, maybe I am that powerful. Now think back on your life and what you did with it and what you thought it meant and how you used your energy. How did you use your creative power? And then you get an inkling of why life is the way it is for you. Because it's a reflection of your creations. And now we're not even bringing in the idea that you might have lived a hundred other lifetimes and whatever you did there, right? Of course. And I have a teacher who would say a hundred thousand lifetimes. Right. And so Ellen and I have had the privilege in our school to dive into a lot of those lifetimes to see what we did so that we could regain our power, not let that rule us unconsciously, right? Because every, like Ellen said, every moment of now is new. So it has a possibility to be created any which way you want, irrelevant of the past. The past dissolves into the focus and energy of the present when you come from a higher vibration. I think so. that's so important. The past dissolves into the present. I mean, that's, I mean, oh, I, I said, oh, if I had only known that years ago, but I didn't think I had the mental wherewithal, I was still felt like a victim. So I had to get through that first. 
Um, so, so what are your thoughts on this first? Panel? So, uh, two things come to mind. Um, well, the major thing is just recently, a dear friend of mine and I have come upon a situation and I want to stress the idea of in your world, each person's different world and each person's different response. So we're in a situation, the details you don't need, where we each had a different experience in the same situation, where in the past, one or both of us would be really upset that the other person didn't experience this the same way because it appeared like a conflict when now we both have lots of growth under our belt um we encountered this and we're both working on ourselves and so we both know that we drew the situation to ourselves and together for her She's working out whatever it means to her and I get to work out whatever it means to me. Owning that we each drew this to ourselves and we could handle it like it's a conflict, but we don't handle it that way because we're not in conflict because we each know that we could each experience the same situation differently. And what we're up to is the experience of dissolving whatever that energy was from before in order to come together in the now, the new now, just to see what we would like to together create next. So this has a lot of relevance for communication, for shifting conflict into harmony. Um, and, you know, each one of us, what is that, you know, peace begins with me, you know, when you're trying to transform the world. And that um, as we attend and own this for ourselves, we are transforming the world into from discord into harmony and not that there's anything wrong with e any part of it it's only what we would like to create next so okay, okay. I'll, I'll read the next paragraph okay when you no longer care or are attached to what shows up in your life then you are free to create magic in your life you always have access to the essential you, your true self, the original ray of consciousness out of the Godhead. So no matter what shows up in your life, it doesn't control your ability to connect with and be your essential nature unless you let it. So I'm going to stop there. I think there's a beautiful sentiment in there because up until not too long ago, <laughs> Uh, the, what we're taught in our culture, in our society, in our families is to let 
the circumstances that are around us dictate who we are and how we feel. And this is saying that doesn't matter what the circumstances are, it doesn't have to dictate your ability to know your essential nature. Essential nature stays the same, whatever is happening. There's a, one of the people that I've uh, like to listen to um, is an, a man named Rupert Spira. Spira. Spira, yeah. And he's um, he has this great um, a metaphor for this that I think fits with this. He says that Think of your true nature, your true self, as a screen, like in a movie theater. It's a screen. And life is what's playing on the screen. And, it, you know, you're in a movie, it could be a comedy, it could be a tragedy, it could be a war movie, it could be a horror movie, it could be whatever, right? But he says, whatever happens on the movie, in the movie that plays on the screen, when the movie's over, the screen is the same. It's just the screen. An atom bomb could go off on the screen and this doesn't matter to the screen. So your essential nature is the observer, the person that can experience the movie of your life that plays on your screen. And we get so caught up, or at least I've gotten so caught up and still can get so caught up in the movie of my life that I forget that on the screen, my true nature. But through the practices that we've learned in meditation and guidance and different things, I have much faster, easier access to the essential nature of me. I know how to get back there pretty rapidly. So... That's what it's telling us here, says that it, if you're attached to, means you're assigning a meaning to what happens in your life, the movie, then you can no longer, you forget about your true nature, which in the first paragraph said, we're the creator. We can create anything, right? We have that power. We forget we have that power when we get caught up in the movie, get attached to the circumstances. And that means even things you like. That's as big a trap as being running away from things you don't like. Because if you get attached to things you like, you think it's that circumstance which is making me feel good. It's not. You're just a feel good being. <laughs> Period, Doesn't nothing has to happen. I just want to underline that because I was going to say, what else are the characteristics of one's true nature? Yeah. A feel-good being, just like little children who are not yet inundated by the trappings of earth life, so to speak. Right. Very good. So unless you let it, there's that little phrase, mm -hmm. unless you let it. And how many times that, that could be a contemplation for everybody listening how many times do you allow what's happening in your life dictate how you feel? Allow you to forget your that good, loving you. <laughs> That's your essential. Oh, nature. I want to slip something right in there. And that is a lot of times uh, in, in a person's growth, 
They may not feel like they're in charge of whether they can allow something or not. They may feel like it's automatic or that they have blocks or that they're stuck in different feelings. And I don't know if it's came from one of your downloads or if it was from Yogananda's in self-realization fellowship, this idea that if you take the concept that feelings come and go, so that's what's on the screen as your story, feelings come and go and make sure you watch them go. That's like a little different uh, perspective uh, that gives a little more flexibility to, to, to open up that feeling stuck and I have no control. That the feelings are temporary, they come and go. And, you know, sometimes if I say like it doesn't mean anything, feelings don't mean anything, that's not a minimization of somebody's experience. It's just like it's an upgrade on your experience. Because very often, a lot of us um, somehow avoided feelings. And then we recovered, got help. Oh, now I can have my feelings. And, you know, we feel really good. Oh, I know where the feeling is now. And then, and then the next part is to start to be fluid with the feelings and then to allow them to come and go so we can get beyond them to recognize that we are that screen that first paragraph of the creator, the impartial creator, the observer uh, that makes choices about what we would like to create. So that's like upgrading consciousness, awareness. Right. Okay. Anything else? Well, let me, Let's let me say, read, let me read on. Oh, uh, wait, there was just... Unless you let it. Then it says... When you master the ability to always connect with your essential nature, then your karma dissolves. It just comes and goes in each moment as it's dissolving. And it's easy to wipe the slate clean because you're not adding anything to it. But when you resist or fight against what shows up, when you resist or fight against what shows up, how many times do we do that? which was attracted by your past actions, that's why it's showing up, saying, then you create new karma because of your response to what you didn't like or what you're resisting. And then it shows up again at some later date. So it's like a, it circles around and around and around. And you're the one that's creating the circle by your response to what shows up. So if you just say, well, it showed up, I guess that's something like an energy, think of it as energy, not as a particular thing, but energy, a certain kind of energy that I emanated at some earlier moment of now, this lifetime or another, and and karma means cause and effect. It's, it's going to come back. You created it. It has a it has a beginning and an end, you know. It it comes back to you, but if you look at it when it comes back, knowing that, not assigning meaning, I'm a bad person. This is no good. Why did that person do that? All of that is lower vibrational energy, which is going to create that energy coming back to you again at a later date. 
But if you come back with, you just look at it from a higher vibrational place, then that is like a fresh air comes in and it blows the foul smell away and it's gone. I mean, that alone, when people talk about being hopeless or helpless, that's this is the antidote to that. Yeah. I mean, even just knowing that this exists. Oh, sorry about that. Even just knowing that this exists can be freeing even if you don't have the details yet. So the fact that whoever, you know, you're watching us, they're hearing this, worry not. It's going into your consciousness that this is possible. So, and you can let these concepts grow in you um, and inform new, newer and newer understandings. And I love what you said earlier, Michael, just take the position of what if this is true? Even if you feel resistance, oh, this is ridiculous. You know, I never had success with this and this is crazy. And, you know, just take the position. What if this is true? And then that unfolds. Um, and I think if you think of it as energy, hmm. uh, I think that's helpful. So to get no judgments, it's not good energy or bad energy. It's energy of a certain vibrational nature. Mm -hmm. And when you emanate that energy, it puts it out into the world and it circles back to you in that form. It, it could look, the, the actual details of it could be different than when you first created it, but it's the same energy. And so to allow the energy to just dissipate and dissolve, right? It's as if, like, if, if there was a bad smell that came into the room, right? If you tried to, if the way you dealt with it was put out your own bad smell to try to get rid of it, now you got more bad smell in the room to circulate around you. But if you open the window and you let fresh air come in, right, then, all right, a bad smell came around. So what? So, it doesn't mean anything. doesn't mean I'm a bad smell. It just means it was a bad smell that came around. And the other thing that comes to mind is that um, you might recognize like, oh my God, this is the third time that this has happened or I'm experiencing things this way. Is there some other way for me to respond to this? Or Even if you just raise a question in your mind, even if you don't know the details or aren't familiar with energy, what's a different? What's some new, something new for me to know about this, or what could I do differently, or something like that? Because very often people say, you know, blame it on the other person and try to change them and wait for them to change, and you know, all of that's part of the resisting that continues to draw the situation oh, to you again and again. I think that's a perfect example because don't we do that? We blame the other person. So think of the energy of blaming the other person. That energy, that blame now is your energy that you're putting out there that's going to come back to you. So it, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and along, 
along with that blame, it could it could take the form of, you know, what's the matter with me or, you know, um, not good enough or, you know, any any other judgmental thing where you're the victim, you know, or self-blame or, you know, it's all in the same knot. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, why don't you read the next one? All right, I will. <clears throat> All right, where are we? Okay. When you connect with your spiritual nature, then you're completely unattached to the form of your life. And so it has no hold on you and it dissolves. Since form allows the energy of your consciousness Follow, sorry, since form follows the energy of your consciousness, when you're immersed in the fluidity and joy of your true nature, then the thoughts and emotions that are created from that are all beautiful and per perfect replicas of that vibration. This then becomes the form that begins to show up in your life. And since it is in harmony with your true nature, it's easy to enjoy and embrace. Now, did you read that one already or no, we didn't no. read that one? Okay, great. Uh, I just want to say that last line, that that's possible, uh, becomes then, then, this then becomes the form that begins to show up in your life. And since it is in harmony with your true nature, it's easy to enjoy and embrace. Can you say something about, um, I guess it would be the relationship of energy to form. What is that? Because um, we get so attached to form. Right. So my understanding of that is that form is a subset of consciousness. It's like a um, slower down version, denser version. So in quantum physics, they talk about the field of consciousness, which they describe as a wave. I don't know what the hell that means, but a wave, something that has no beginning or end, right? It's not a form, it's formless. That's their way of saying formless the field of formlessness. That means any form or possibility of form can show up in this field. So the field is like the screen that I talked about, right? And form shows up in response to the vibrations that are happening in the field. And so a certain confluence of vibrations in a certain way, some in quantum physics, it's a particle or subatomic particle shows up, but then it dissolves. So conform comes in and out easily, effortlessly in their world, in the quantum physics world. And they can't even predict exactly how that's going to happen. So it's not set in stone, so to speak. So mm. it, it follows the vibration of what's happening. And in quantum physics, they discovered the Scientists looking at the experiment affects what form shows up. They're a part of the experiment. It's not separated. 
So when you think of it like that, what it's saying here is your vibration, your consciousness, the form that shows up is the form that resonates with that vibration. So you're literally creating the form that shows up by the energy that you're projecting now. Now, it could be a zillion different forms, but it'll have that vibration. Because remember at the end, it says, um, it's, it becomes a form um, that's beautiful and perfect replicas of that vibration. Mm. So form replicates itself around the vibration. So if you, so think about that for a second. So let's say somebody does something really nasty. It happens all the time, right? Our reaction to that nastiness is the energy in which we're going to create the form in our world. Mm. That's what creates the form. It's not the nastiness the nastiness came out of some other vibration or that person was expressing that, right? But if I don't deal with it with resistance and I come from my higher nature, then the form I'm creating from that gets created from that energy. So something I've been playing around with, I'm not always smart enough to remember to do this, but when I am, it works out really great is that if something nasty comes my way, you know, and I'm a pretty sensitive person. So something that somebody might not even think is so nasty to me can be received as a psychic attack, right? Energetically, mm -hmm. I feel the energy of it. Before I respond, I connect with my higher self or my true nature. And I say, okay, how should I respond to this? And then I just listen to what I get. I would say 70, 80% of the time, the advice I get is don't do anything. Doesn't mean anything. And what happens is the nastiness that was there from that person, they were onto something else. It's gone. It's just gone. I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything in terms of a doing this but I was being a certain energy and that dissolved. It had nothing to hold on to. It just dissolved. And the person got that. I mean, energetically, unconsciously. So they didn't harbor on that. They just moved on to something else. And it was like, it, it didn't mean anything because I didn't think it meant anything. So the way you come at something creates the form. Now, if I resist it and say something back, then that person starts resisting back to me. Now I'm creating that form, right? And it gets more solid. <laughs> There's more to dissipate now. So I find that a handy tool is as you learn, as, as like you and I, when we teach our clients or people we know to connect with that higher nature, to know it, you know, through exercises and meditation and things like that, the more you know it, the more you're able to get back to it, the easier it is to access that part and use it, you know, 
for wisdom, you know, well, what do I do? And that, well, how should I, what's the response? Because I can feel the lower vibrational me, which you could call the ego, or it's sometimes called the ego. I can hear that lower vibrational part of me that I can feel the resistance coming up. Ah, that's the way that part wants to respond. But I say, oh no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not letting that part take over because that's going to be a lower vibration. It's going to come back to me. Like I'm going to get more, more of the same. I don't like this. If I, the, the way that part wants to react, I'm just going to create more of the same. But if I connect with my higher self and it gives me some wisdom about it, then it dissolves it. Right. And then now I'm creating something from a different energy and that different energy Comes, will come back to me. So it's not what happens to you. It's how you deal with the energy you create in response to what happens to you that is your karma that dictates what's going to come back to you. Is that, is that clear? That's great. That's great. Um, and then... As you start to experience, I'll speak for myself, um, following a different, you know, in, in your example, not doing anything, and you start to see that the energy dissolves, well, then you're like on that, you can decide to be on that track because it's so much more satisfying in a in a better way. I don't even, I don't want to put judgment on it. It's just, I don't know, it's more open. It's, it's certainly um, an antidote to suffering and anger and disappointment. And, you know, you might recognize where you'd have those feelings, but you're not going to go to town with them. You're going to um look to dissolve that because you don't want to go down that rabbit hole anymore so that's the sooner, the sooner you catch it the better <laughs> easier yes and it's like practice it's like learning to play the piano or tennis or you know you get the hang of it and mm. it really changes your experience yeah and you know, it reminds me of I'm also I like to read a lot of stuff. I like to learn in different ways. So well, one of my favorite authors um, is Eckhart Tolle, which is you know, millions of people you know listen to his videos, read his books, and he he had a statement in one of his books, which this helps me understand better than when I first heard it. He would say, you know. Once I began to wrote my book, Power of Now, and people would come to me and I'd do counseling with them. And he said, what I learned to do was if somebody came to me with a problem or a complaint or an upset, he said, I wouldn't do anything in response to it. But I would sit in presence, what he calls presence, which to me is to sit in your higher nature or your spaciousness. And he says, just by sitting and listening with the energy of my higher nature, that person felt better. Their 
lower vibration began to dissolve in that energy. I didn't have to give any advice. <laughs> there was no advice to give. But mm. I worked energetically by sitting in the spaciousness. So it's like that uh, <laughs> that metaphor, like a foul smell came in. Well, he opened up the window and the fresh air came in. And so the foul smell dissolved in the fresh air. And I never understood that exactly. Mm. But after this download and what I've been getting recently, similar things, I understand, oh, if I sit in that space, it has a powerful effect of dissolving the solidness. It's kind of like putting heat on an ice cube. It mm. melts, mm. you know? Mm. So. Mm. Oh, that's really good. Oh, okay, let's see. Thank you. That was good. Mm -hmm. So we're up to the last paragraph. Yeah. Okay, you go. All right. I love this. Just don't fall into the illusion that these beautiful forms are responsible for your good nature. Because it's the other way around. Your true nature creates these beautiful forms. And if the forms around you aren't beautiful, it's the creation of the consciousness of you at an earlier moment of now. And it means nothing. It means nothing. It means nothing. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean anything except you created that energy in some other moment of now and it's showing up again. And it's very easy and that's why I said earlier, don't get attached to um, the uh, good things that happen to you. So let's say you're putting out these high vibrations. Some beautiful things show up in your life. And it's very easy to think, oh, it's those beautiful things that are making me feel happy. This person said this nice thing. Some money came in. You know, wh whatever, you know. Uh, Oh, that's, that's, I need more of that in my life. The minute you say that, you're in trouble because that's not what created it. It was the good vibrations that you sent out that these things came in your life. And if you keep those good vibrations going on, then new beautiful things, different things will show up in your life and you get to be the screen to see what movie shows up this time. It's a, it becomes a lot of fun. Mm, so great. <laughs> I mean, that I think, and this is what I mentioned earlier that I wanted to talk about toward the end, the concept that it means nothing. So say in this situation with my friend, years ago, I would think, oh, I love this relationship and it's going to die now. We're never going to get to do those things and we love to be together. I mean, like, a story upon a story upon a story of dregs. <laughs> so now it's like, oh, it has means nothing. It's just in her experience, whatever she's experiencing is a product of her previous actions. And what I'm experiencing is a product of my previous actions. And we can have fun 
getting together when we get up to it to compare notes. This is what it was for me. And this is what it, what it brought to me. And thank you for participating in this with me. And I'll be able to hear that from her. And it's going to be two different stories that we're living two different lives, even though it's off of this one intersecting experience. And, uh, and what that makes me think of, because you mentioned a relationship. So let's say someone had a beautiful relationship and let's say somebody passes on, they, they die or whatever, right? Or they move on, whatever. But you had all these beautiful things that you shared in your relationship. The thing is, you sent out certain vibrations which allowed for those beautiful things to arise in that relationship. You keep sending out those beautiful vibrations, it will arise again in some other relationship. Mm -hmm. There is nothing lost here. In a different form. In a different form. Right. Right. And it's fun to see what forms show up. So I had a client once who, um, she was an avid athlete. And I had a relationship with her body that was, um, had a lot of confidence in her body. And then she, um, she had some breast cancer and the experience was she had she had was that her body like abandoned her or was no longer there for her as a tool or whatever in her view and later as she utilized the entire experience to grow from which was challenging for her Afterwards, she and she never thought that she was going to ski again. I mean, she threw the whole thing into the garbage, like she was never going to recover and and um, never play sports again. And I didn't really, even as her um, guide or counselor, she didn't share those things with me until later when she went back to skiing. She said, "Oh my God." She said, I, I reconnected with myself as an athlete, she said, in a new form, in a new form. So I was even with the same body and everything, but she came, she came into her experience with, and she called it more maturity, more discernment, more appreciation. And even though she could look back at how she'd experienced that before the breast cancer, uh, she had a much more seasoned, cultivated um, enjoyment, like the uh, embracing, embracing her true nature. And, and she called it a different form. So, you know, that's an example. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. So you want to read the last piece? Let's see. Where did you leave off? Which sentence? I don't. We have to off. It means nothing. <laughs> ah. So, all you need to do is keep creating ways to reconnect and live from your true nature. And we'll talk about that for a minute. 
and the old karma will dissolve as fast as it appears. I mean, this is phenomenal. And new beautiful forms will begin to arise more and more from the vibration of your true nature. This, these four lines here, keep creating ways to connect and live from your true nature. So for me, whatever challenge it has been and is to meditate, rest in contemplation, um, find quiet um, and creating that. For, for me, that's living in my true nature, that consulting with that, I like to call it in the Be Happy book, it's the wise inner self. Um, it could be your high self. It could be, you know, a particular form. It could be Jesus. It could be, you know, whoever you connect with or whatever you connect with, cosmic consciousness, or just your wise inner self, that that's your true nature and to live from that. And it can be a practice and then it takes hold and then you're experiencing it more and more. And then this new knowledge that simultaneously the old karma will dissolve as quickly as it appears. This is like, um, sometimes I think about this in, like in square dancing where you go around the circle, you take hands and you're in the next partner and the next partner and the next, and you just, you know, maybe this is living freely. Maybe this is the true meaning of being in the flow. Um, I'm sure this is called many different things. The idea that we're not stuck, that we're, that we're freely moving, creating um, one experience to the next, experiencing things, new beautiful forms arising as we're more and more aware we're connected to the vibration of our true nature. Because we are connected. We're connected. And to tune our awareness to it enables us to experience it. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, this was great. This was Thank great you, work. Michael. I so appreciate the form that <laughs> wisdom comes through you. Now, I just want to say something um, to people listening to this. Um, is that when I post these podcasts, I take the entire download and I put it in the description. So you have everything there. So having listened to this, go back and reread it and see if it has different meaning for you. So, and I do the same thing. Um, Patty helped me. <laughs> And she puts it in with the, the Zoom video and in the podcast. So say the name just for uh, people who watch 
um, through the YouTube channel that I have, say the name of the podcast and tell us about your meditations and things like that. Okay, so it's called Path to Enlightenment. That's the name of the podcast. Though I'm thinking of changing the name, but anyway, that's the name right now, Path to Enlightenment. And I do a, a free Zoom meditation every other week on Monday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I live in Connecticut. And uh, everybody's free to join us there. It's a spiritual meditation with the intention of experiencing this higher self, true self, whatever we're calling it, to take you into an experience of that. That is the purpose of the meditation. I do do some little spiritual talk beforehand. We meditate for maybe 30 to 40 minutes. And if you'd like to um, partake in that, you just need to contact me and I'll put you on the list and to get the Zoom link. And how should they contact you? Uh, uh, well, so the best way to contact me is really through my email, which is Michael R at alternativechoices.org. Or you could go on my website, alternativechoices.org, and look for the contact part and just send me a message. That's terrific. And so for those of you following this on Zoom, you can also, and Michael's, Michael does podcasts with other people besides me. So go there and see what else is there. And um, I can refer you, if you like podcasts too, to the one that's uh, mine, and that is Enlightening Realizations. And there are some other uh, things there besides, in addition to what Michael and I do. And um, I can be reached at ellen at behappynomatterwhat.com. Uh, we both do uh, coaching, life coaching, spiritual coaching. So you know what our energies are. And if either one of us could be helpful uh, to you, please contact us. And um, we'll see you next time. Last thing I want to oh, say yeah. is that um, if you liked what you hear, if it inspired you mm -hmm. and so on, please share it with other people. Please Definitely. let other people know about it. Because the more people we have listening to it, then the more we're helping people have these new awarenesses. Right. And I would say, um, if you're inspired, share it with people who are close to you. And then you have an opportunity to talk about some things that you might not bring up otherwise. And um, goody. All right. Have a blessed okay. day, evening, wherever you're listening. Yes. To yes. And we'll see you next time.